Good job. Actually, bad job. But we 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 about to do better. All in audio. Single thing. Yeah. All in audio experience. We are in the building. In Last person. Episode of the year. And yes, sir, we in person with it. We in person for the first time in a long time. Man, feels like decades. Feels like centuries. All right, don't feel like that long, but y'all got the point. Yeah, it's so, been since what, October? October, Blocktober, for sure. So, dang, bro, it's been a long year. It's been a good year, though. It's been a long year, though. Man, grad school, this boy, y'all need to congratulate, and y'all need to also send a gift. Send a gift. We are always accepted. Of appreciation to Jordan Allen. Cash App, Apple Pay, we accept it all as well. <laughs> all platforms, PayPal. Um, what else we got? All of it. We accept it all cash, uh, banknotes, Western Union, all of it. <laughs> <laughs> Send it my way. That way, Visa gift cards, all of For that. For sure. For shit show. Yeah. So, hey, man, what, what did you uh, graduate with? Go ahead and give them that. So I got my master's in marketing, digital and social media. So as you can see, I've been putting that to good use. Um, master's program was slight, though. I think I chose something that was good, real tailored to my, my my interests and stuff. I can say it was a whole lot more fun than undergrad. Undergrad was hard as shit. Mm. My master's program, it wasn't easy, especially this last semester. It's definitely kicking my ass. But um, it definitely was like, it was more fun for real. The material is more fun. So I, I definitely shopped with that. Okay, yeah, I feel you. So, but enough about my school. You you was going through it. You was in the trenches with me. So just give us a little little recap of that, that semester for you. Yeah, year one, out the way, electro-optics boy kicked my butt. You feel me? I want to try to be more clean around these streets. But uh, <laughs> you did not even have to go there. <laughs> We gonna get to all that, but we gonna we gonna keep it at school right now. So like, what what was what was the hardest part about the electro optics program? Hmm, I would say so. It's basically so I did physics in undergrad, but there was a there wasn't a lot of optics coursework. Okay. So basically, you going into a program that is tailored towards optics, and you don't have any experience with it, and you got to do research on top of your coursework. So, you know, it's just, it's a lot to juggle. Um, that's what I would say. And also when it comes to like some of these different scientific disciplines, people don't speak your language. In undergrad, I had all black professors and all of them, you know, spoke my language. They understood me. I understood them fully and you know, it's different when you have, you know, different cultures teaching you and you got to try to break the language barrier, but also the, um, I guess, the language that you're speaking in physics as well. So, yeah, it's a lot. It's a the lot. terminology and stuff. So, this, you, you done got the PWI experience for the first time. I feel like you, feel like you done really seen the struggle that us black students go through. <laughs> <laughs> at these PWIs, but nah, that's that's real, and that's like a, um, it's like a cultural thing too. Like even more than just like the, um, like overt language. 
different cultures like um communicate in different ways like non-verbally so like uh we actually go over this in marketing because it's good to know when you're doing business in like different countries is like how different cultures talk and black people and asian people are actually really similar in a sense of like we have a non-direct communication style like a lot of things are understood so they don't have to be spoken mm. whereas people of the european descent that's my politically correct term of the day are more direct and like they they speak they they just speak like uh exactly what they're thinking they have a very direct way of speaking uh just culturally so that is definitely a struggle when you go to to different schools yeah yeah so, so yeah but year one is out the way so looking forward to a lot of good stuff man yes, sir um so yeah, what what do you have going on now that you graduated? What is, you know, some things that you're gonna implement that you learned? So, which my, you already have been, but yeah. yeah, yeah. But it's like I'm about to double down on like what I want to do. Like I'm not letting anything take away my freedom. So right now I'm just gonna get in my creative bag as deep as possible. And just kind of bet on myself, figuring it out as I go. And as far as just really honing my craft as far as, like, the digital art, the digital media, like, i really been trying to get better at editing, get better at graphics. Like, I've been finding ways to, like, even, like, apply my um, interest in writing and music into that, too. So it's, like, it's all, it's all just me figuring out my journey as I go and just kind of following my path. But I think it's it's all been, it's been fun because, like, all the digital space is just, like, it's like a playground almost because, like, now you got NFTs coming out and it's, like, the possibilities are endless, you know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. you can you can do whatever you want now. You just, I think the biggest thing is, like, to have fun with it because I feel like um, as people, the NFT thing is, like, super trendy right now. But I, I think you you still have to have a passion to really um, succeed in the space because you know, you know it's just a, it's a lot of stuff to choose and do. You know what I'm saying? So you got to find like what you're really interested in. Yeah, it's a lot of shiny shit out here. <laughs> I didn't want to say it like that, but that's that's what I'm saying, bro. Like a lot of people just got to go after some shiny shit. But. Yeah, but then when you get down to it, the nitty gritty, you like. The only way to, you know, all this stuff looks great on the surface. The only way to actually get something from it is really diving deep and Thanks. learning it, you know, from beginning to end. So, and that part is the hard part right there. Facts. And shout out to Ian Dunlap from uh, uh, Market Mondays and EYL. Mm-hmm. He, 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 he was just spitting that truth, like, don't just go out here spinning your Ethereum on just random shit and just trying to catch some, like, lightning in a bottle while you're just wasting your money. Like, a lot of these NFTs are um, knockoffs. And not not necessarily even knockoffs. They're just, like, kind of copycat, like, just, like, quick stuff people made just to get into the NFT thing. So it's like, if you if you gonna, if you gonna go that route, and whether it be crypto, NFTs, or any of this digital stuff, you know, actually have a true interest in it and, and take the stairs, not the elevator. Mm-hmm. What we trying to say. Yeah. Yeah, that's somebody 
Yeah, if y'all not watching Earn Your Leisure, y'all not following Ian Dunlap, Facts. you know, some of the best in the game Facts. at what they do, man. So Professionals. Professionals, and they look like us, and they, you know, speak like us. They just, you know, do it their way. Facts. And at the highest level. So, yeah. And really know what they're talking about. So, what do you have planned with this upcoming year? Uh, you st- still got school, but I know you got a bunch of opportunities coming up. And I know, like, you really just get started with this electro optics and this this new space for you. So, like, what, what are you looking forward to? Yeah, so the crazy thing is, so what I'm really looking forward to is this sustainability opportunity that I have this internship with. They have, like, some solar projects, but I also work with, like, the Ohio Health um, hospitals around there. So what they basically do is understand the efficiency of how things are working in a building. And they basically are consultants. They let you know, you know, what you need to do to improve the efficiency as far as your electricity and stuff like that. So learning those things and also being able to kind of learn about the solar um, industry because they're working with a project starting this year. That's going to be something that I'm really looking forward to. Working on to the base, the Air Force base, I should finally be getting access soon. So, you know, that's just going to give me the opportunity to work with better equipment um, and really try to become an expert with one of these tools, whether it's um, imaging, uh, probing, or lithography, all these different things, I will be able to actually work with some high-level technology and learn it um, from beginning to end. And that is, that's going to be dope. So, yeah, that's, it's a lot going on in 2022. A lot going on, and all this stuff we talked about is definitely going to be applied in some type of way to even bigger picture. Everybody who just heard what he said is probably looking up lithography right now, so <laughs> they probably taking a moment to themselves. So let me tell you all about this nigga. So I I get home, my mom was like, "Why do you have a note from the letter or the Department of Defense?" I'm like, "I do not know why." <laughs> I'm thinking it's Transformers or some shit. Like they recruit my ass. <laughs> Open this shit up. This this man security clearance, just like a reference check or whatever, make sure he's not crazy or nothing. But just, that's me telling y'all, please let your friends know when you list them as a reference. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, man. I didn't know they was gonna send some stuff out, but they did. And oh, um, yeah, yeah. So if y'all got any of that stuff, please send it back. So that I can get access. You feel me? Yeah, because that is a bag. That's a bag for sure. Definitely a bag. Trying to get so, into it. Yes, sir. So I guess um let's just uh You almost you almost got into your other business. Your other business. Bruh. Wait, what business you talking uh-uh. <laughs> We ain't gonna do all that tonight. <laughs> oh, okay, so man. let's uh, let's let's do uh, I got a I got an interesting top five. I got an interesting top five. Uh-oh. Top five, top five, top five. Let's do our top five fuck ups of the year. Oh. That could be in any in any space, whether it be business, relationships, um, just anything, just random stuff that happened. Let's just let's just do a top five. Some of like our missteps of the year. <clears throat> mm. 
Um, so, so I think at the beginning of the year, so like this year I've been taking like more risks with my money. Like I've been just like trying to experience new stuff or like just try new stuff and not like play like scare money. And it's worked out well. Like I've learned a lot and I've, and I've gained more from it than I have in the past. Um, but with that being said, there's definitely a difference between investing and gambling. And I think I told you back when uh, I was uh, I was doing DraftKings, and me, Ooh. I think I'm like fucking money balling this bitch. I was, you know, winning me a couple games. So I went and bet like 200 something. And that might not be a lot of money to a lot of folks, but shit, it was a lot of money to me when I did it. Mm-hmm. I bet like $200 on like um, James Harden. Or it was either James Harden or Luka Doncic, but safe to say I got my ass spanked. So, dang, I think that that's my first fuck up. It was, it was one of them things where I was like, gambling is bad for a reason. You, you gamble for fun, not to make money. And I say that to say I feel like I've noticed a lot of people, a lot of guys my age right now are trying to get real deep into gambling, mm-hmm. and. That's one thing I sports gambling sports specifically. Ga- sports gambling spe- specifically. So, one rule that I heard I don't remember what song it was is like uh, stay away from these dice and these whores till you get your money up. Ooh. So I think that's a bar a gym that I learned. So you know stay away from the hoes, stay away from gambling until you get your money up. You know that's stuff you can do in your leisure time, but you got to earn that. It's not it's not a come up to making money. Mm-hmm. So that's one quick little lesson I learned. Okay, okay. All right, I'm going to go. So I would say vacation. You know? Dum, dum, dum. So, yeah, I think somebody had this on there. It may have been a quote. They was like, people are taking vacations to escape their life, Mm. but you should be trying to build a life where you don't have to take vacations mm-hmm. um, to escape. Um, but, well. you know, I just felt like, you know, I was taking a vacation and I wasn't really ready to take the vacation. Like, I wasn't ready to drop everything that I had. And, you know, it it hurt me. It hurt my pockets. Mm. And also, number two... Keep the main thing the main thing. Um, when you start dibbling and dabbling and you speak it in codes, that <laughs> keep the main thing the, the main, main thing. thing. So all right, all right. you ain't got to explain it too much. <laughs> she your main thing. Keep it the main thing. And, uh, don't have your business out here for everybody to know because they will blow your your spot up. For sure, for sure, sure. So that's number two. I like that first one you said, though, for real, though, because I feel like I've been in that situation, too, where, like, I definitely felt like it's like you already know you're about to do something you don't want to do before you do it. And then once you, like, but it's like it don't really hit you until, like, you done did it already. <laughs> yeah. It's like, or you already got that. You already know, like. Um, I shouldn't be doing this. It's not that you don't want to, but it's just like you shouldn't be. You're not ready to. It's not that time. And then, and, 
when you do it, it goes to that level of damn. I don't even want to do this. Like I can't even enjoy it. <laughs> yeah, I felt that thinking about the wrong things. So yeah, that those were two. Let me go ahead and throw another one out there. Um, I wouldn't say I did a bad job with this, but I should have just engaged a little bit more. I had a PhD student from Morehouse. He was there, and yeah, I worked with him quite often. But I feel like I should have worked with him more. I should have been. Um, just getting more information, more game, um, learning more. Um, so yeah, I could have been even more prepared than I am. But you know, I did take enough to be able to learn. I still am able to contact him. He comes back. Um, so, but yeah, whenever you got somebody that can show you the game and that's willing to give you the game, latch on to him real tight. You know. Be all up in their face, man, all the time. Okay, so one of mine is um, maybe like the cousin of that one. It's just like slow feet don't eat. Like I feel like there was plenty of opportunities to where like um, it's just like a numbers game almost. It's like the more you put yourself out there, the more you kind of have a chance to grab some of these opportunities. And so I feel like there's been periods where I felt like, Jordan, quit making yourself small. Like, you're not going to get big rewards until you take bigger risk. And by risk, it's not, like, money or anything. It's just putting yourself out there and, like, being um, susceptible to hearing no or being in uncomfortable situations, not being, like, gun-shy. Like, if, if there's somebody, like, in a room that you don't know, like, they seem interesting or, like, they seem, like, like, don't think about talking to them. Just go talking to, like, go talk to them. Don't really, like, think about it too much. You know what I'm saying? Just, you know, just go, you know, socialize. Go do whatever. You know what I'm saying? Just don't be gunshot. Like, just, you know, shoot it. Yeah. So, I think that's, that's one. That's, that's a one. big one. That's big. Um. Also, yeah, so you, you kind of, you pretty much kind of hit on it. But it's more, it's like with opportunities, there was an opportunity that I had and I was like kind of like, man, maybe I shouldn't do it. But like, what does it come with? Just trying to ask these questions like, what am I about to get myself into instead of just going into it with an open mind? You know, somebody else that was, you know, in the committee, they was asking like, yo, is this, is it available? Can I get it? So I'm like, okay, wait, nah, man, let me, let me go ahead and take this. Instead of sitting over here trying to figure out how is it going to fit, how am I going to be able to do it, is it going to take away time, just just do it. Just go do it. And if it doesn't work out for you, you can always leave it. But if you let the opportunity pass, it's not coming back to you. Or it's highly unlikely. So if there's an opportunity out there, you go grab it, don't miss it. That's it. Uh, and I think I think that's the biggest one. I think that's like the overarching one that I I learned, and I guess we learned this year is like um, even the people at the top don't know. Like the people that you're aspiring to be, they are winging this just like you. They just have done it longer than you. So like they make it look better. They might be better at, at like whatever it is they do than you. But like. <clears throat> There's this, like, especially when you're, like, starting out on your career, starting out any, like, journey, there's this, like, feeling that you can't make a move until you know for sure. And it's like you never know for sure anything, you know, whatever you're doing. So I think 
I finally shifted my mindset from kind of viewing myself as like, dang, I want to be like a surgeon with it, precise, this, that, and the other, into like, nah, like you're an intern, you're a scrub or whatever, like a low. So like you need to be out here getting as many shots up as possible and like you're gonna you're gonna fail your way to like success. You're gonna make mistakes, learn, make mistakes, learn. And one day you will be a surgeon. You will be able to like be out here, you know, slicing dicing and, you know, hitting these opportunities right on the mark. But it's not that's not you don't just jump from one to hundred. So I think that's the the big one. Big yeah. one. Just you gotta shoot it. Yeah, you don't go from zero to a hundred. Without failing, for sure. For sure. For shit show. Got to be ready to fail. Got to be ready to be embarrassed. Got to be ready to ask questions and, you know, yeah, you got to be ready at all times. Be open. That's what it is. Not ready, just open. Yeah. And and the the cool thing is, is, like, we young, so it's like... I think one thing is, like, we, we feel like we should know stuff, but, like, once you actually, like just ask like some dumb shit it's like the older people around you or the like mentors are like finally like i already know you don't know like you're young you're not supposed to know you don't want to be like however old or however many years into whatever you're doing and still asking basic stuff because you was afraid to ask it then you know what i'm saying like you're expecting and i know it right now anyway so i think that's like the funny part about it yeah yeah for sure like and then like a lot of times, I know with this program, I'm sure with your program, there's people a lot older than you oh, in thanks. these spaces, you know, trying to do what you're doing years later. Um, so, yeah, you should be proud of where you at. That's another sure. thing, you know, stop worrying about being somewhere else and be where you are. For sure. Try to be happy wherever you at. You know what I'm saying? That's something that I've been battling a lot. Whether it's working a second job back where I used to work at at Kroger, like, you know what I'm saying? Just be happy where you at and get the most out of it every time, man. Because, yeah, if not, you'll never be happy. What's up, All In Family? It's Trent here. What I need you to do is like, share, and save on Instagram. And I need you all to subscribe and rate. On Apple Podcasts, Spotify, all that good stuff. Leave a comment. If you leave a bad comment or not five stars, I will find you. But I just want to thank you all for rocking with us for all of 2021. We got plenty in store for you in 2022. Appreciate it. All in, always. Peace. He was stuck on that ship and he just didn't want to be there no more. Basically, he was telling him like... Even if you were some anywhere else in the universe, like you still would feel like you need to be somewhere else, type stuff. Mm-hmm. And it's just like when you learn to make the best of your situation in the moment, stuff just becomes it don't become perfect, but it, it becomes bearable, sometimes fun. Sometimes you're always all right, basically. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. and so I definitely I definitely I felt that one because I definitely had some humbling experiences this year. Like, I'm about to get my master's degree, and I don't want a job, but it's the fact that I had to go back and work when I told myself, like, I'm never working for another man again. I had to end up going to work for somebody, not even making that much. But it was, like, the perfect situation for me 
because I, I was learning about what I needed to learn at the job. And I had it was giving me some little side money, too, to that. Like, it was like money I could go and put into stuff that I needed. So it was exactly where I needed to be. It just didn't look the prettiest, you know what I'm saying? So yeah, you just got to gotta make, like, you just got to make it work. And you got to get take your ego out of it, for real, for real. That's what it is. That ego, man, it's a battle every day, every day. So, whew, that was some good. That was some good game for y'all. Yes, already. sir. Yes, sir. Man, so before we talk about this horrible fantasy football season, huh. yeah, my season was excellent. I bet excellent. Don't let him fool y'all. He was crying for like the first half. Man, every day, every day. <laughs> Scrambling. Bro, I'm almost about to get into that, but, like, let me stay on track. So, we've been talking about next year, and, like, when I tell y'all we got the hottest podcast in the city right now, in the booty. Hottest. Most consistent. Most consistent. Most underrated. They they be calling us Drake. Let's go. So, they're consistent. So, we got a lot planned next year. Like, we about to turn the content up. We about to turn the guests up. We about to turn up the business side of it. And I just I wanna speak on it, but I ain't gonna say too much. I'm uh what 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 are you most excited about next year as far as the podcast? Next year, just um yeah, like we wanted like we've been wanting to do merch. Okay, okay. I wasn't gonna be the one to say it, you feel me, but uh Hey, we gotta say it, we gotta put it out there so we know we got to put it out there. You know what I'm saying? We putting the words out there. So now y'all know it. And we got to come with it. So merch is something that I'm excited about for sure. Putting our name on something that people can go get and be, you know, proud of the product. For sure. For um, sure. And then also just being able to continue to do what we do already, which is put people's story out there, put what they're passionate about out there in advertising so we want to do that for y'all you know if y'all have something you want to advertise please let us know put your segment or we'll get put a little segment and plug y'all we want to plug everybody in the city so that everybody has an opportunity this is not um it's not a monopoly out here man we trying to put everybody on so facts facts so two things right there it's two things right there. And it's, it's more to come because it's the editing side of everything, the, from audio to visual, we do all of that for us. And we're, we're going to be offering some services too. But I think the biggest thing is, is like we, we we're establishing, we've established like the baby steps of our brand. And now it's time to expand. And now that we have, have an identity, we're definitely going to branch out this year. That's a bar. We definitely gonna branch out this year, and so y'all definitely gonna see us in more spaces than y'all ever seen us in. So like that's something we real excited about. And like this this journey's just about to get better and better, better and better. Um, something else, man. We got to coach G. Better and better. Every Let's day. Go. <laughs> All right. Uh, events, man. Woo. We pulling the plug. Woo. And we shooting. We gonna do an event next year. We ain't going to let you know when, but we will be doing an event. It's going to be turned up. And you're going to love it. You're going to love it. 
So that's it. We can't give them no more sauce. It's we it, can't give it. them no more sauce. We can't give them no more sauce. But y'all, the merch is going to be the first product. It's going to be the first all-in audio product we drop. It's coming out. It's coming soon. And it's going to be the first of many. And it's just going to get better and better. But y'all look out for that. That's all we're going to tell you for now. When y'all see it, y'all see it. But guess what? Y'all niggas on notice. That's all I'm going to say. Y'all going to know, man. It's been a long time in the making. And it's going to be the best. The best. It's coming. All right. <laughs> now we can talk about this damn fantasy football season. You're, you already know, man. I'm in <clears throat> the championship game, baby. And this boy Jordan, he oh he hurt, man. He was second in the league. And then I went ahead and All took right. his ass out. And right. now he just don't even want right. to play no more, bro. <laughs> you see that, right? <laughs> I didn't even I didn't even have, like, I don't even think I had a tight end in my last game. No, that man just said, forget it. Bro, because I had one moment in the season that just destroyed my whole season. You know, if I would have played Saquon Barkley, I would have won the regular season title. Yeah. I also would have been in the first season, so I wouldn't have played you the first week. And I think I would have beat the dude that I did play. You definitely would have beat him. It he ruined my whole. Terrible week, so yeah. It ruined my whole season, bro. <laughs> Yeah, this man, I think we spoke on it before, but he went with the the guy that he was, like, I had on my team. He was just like, bro, he was basically talking shit about him, you know? And he went on, went up and just used him in a game. Like, what? I, mean, I was correct about Same how trash guy he was. he hates. <laughs> I don't even hate him, but I'm like, he's just not good. But <clears throat> that week, I just thought he was going to be good to get me. He only needed like two or three points strength yeah that was the worst part he only needed like two or three points bro this name went over like he ain't getting nothing that's always the worst when somebody just doesn't put up anything like anything bro come on man you could have done something for me the only thing worse than that is when the defense go negative and that definitely happens negative or i'll be getting angry when defenses go stupid on me man they be last week Got thirty points, but hey, Ote, he not all day. Oh damn! <laughs> he sent up with Ote on too. Yep, sent him home. On oh. to the next one. That man been on a tear though, bro. I think you've gone like one twenty plus for like four weeks now. Yeah, like his man has been on a tear. On a tear. My team is hot. You know what hurts too? I traded you Aaron Rodgers, and Kyler Murray has been absolutely trash. Trade ass. DeAndre Hopkins is out. Like we gonna have a, we gonna have to have a discussion about how good DeAndre Hopkins is because apparently these niggas cannot play without him except Deshaun Watson. Deshaun, yeah, he can. except Deshaun. But yeah, he's a safety blanket. Um, but yeah, Kyler, he just not looking right. And yeah, that man traded up a Rod, and I was like, hey, let me go ahead and get a Rod, boy. I need a QB that's consistent, and I got a running back that be putting up. What he need to put up. But the thing was, A-Rod was, like, playing good quarter, like, good football before that. But he was not doing crazy numbers. Yeah. But it is, like, what we – because I think we even talked about it. Like, A-Rod is liable to turn up, and that's exactly what he did. He's liable to turn up, and he's liable – he won't make mistakes. That's one thing you do know about him. Yeah. He's going to throw the ball away. If he doesn't see something, he's going to throw the ball away. He's not going to lose the game. Ever. Ever. And he's going to win you games. For, for sure. sure. 
And that's why, like, even if he's not, like, balling, like, hot balling as far as his numbers, he's never going to go below 25 because he's not going to throw a pick mm-hmm. ever. So, yeah, A-Rod did his thing. Yeah, you got it. I don't really, <laughs> like, I really This man, hey, he already won one, man. I'm trying to get my first chip. Yeah, it's true. And, um, yeah, we're going to go ahead and get that thing. These last two years have been rough on me, though, bro. It, it's the way I've lost. I think I finished second both years. And then yeah. got smacked my first day in the playoffs. Whew. <clears throat> that boy like Dallas. All right. <laughs> Don't ever call me a Cowboys, bro. The boy that was a smack in the face. When they was 14-2 and two and got smacked in the first round. smack old. I remember that year. Because that was the year they kept it simple, too, and was just running the ball. Yep. Terrible. But, hey, man, that boy about to be first place, and I appreciate all y'all's support. Throughout my fantasy football struggles. Oh, this man talking like he won it already. <laughs> I like it, though. I like it, though. I'm rooting for you, but damn. Got to speak it into existence right now. I feel you. I'm really feeling it, man. The way my team been playing, you can't lose. How much you get for first place? $60? 60 bucks. Hey, damn. if anybody wants to join fantasy football next year, let us know, man. We trying to start a real league with real money. $50 a piece. Ooh. You big know, baller, big bank. 12-man league, man. That's $600 on the line. We'll split it up, right? Ooh. Yeah. That's, that's big a, money. That's nice. That's a nice little check. That's a nice little check. Nice you know, if y'all really feeling risky, we can throw 100 1200 on the line. Uh, that sounds good, You and that 1200 you feel me? Because what, are we still going to do 600 for the uh, regular season winner and 600 for the championship winner? Or is it just the 12? A 1,200 ball stupid. I feel like it should be that man. He, I don't think the first place should get the same thing. Okay. So, league. like, 400, 800? We got to give second place a little something. So, maybe if you win first place, you get 200 um, of the league, of the overall league. Of the regular season, two hundred bucks. Then we got a thousand dollars left, and we can make it. Wait, but regular season, I feel like it is important because, like, you can get smacked in one game in the playoffs. Regular season, you put in work to build a fire team throughout the year. You switching out players to win games. I feel like regular season matter to me. It did. It, it matters, but who? Like, ain't no, I, ain't no way second place of the playoffs should get more than the regular season winner. Is what I'm saying. Really though, because yeah. it's like regular season champions. That ain't shit. You yeah. gotta win it all, man. But the second place didn't win it all. They I feel like did. regular season won. I feel like if you was the best team in a regular season, you're more of a winner than second place in the playoffs. Okay, what about three hundred, three hundred, and then six hundred for top dog? I could do that. I would do four hundred, two hundred, and then six hundred. But I'd do three hundred, three hundred, six hundred. I, I can I can see that. Oh, second place don't mean shit to me though. I, I don't guess we'll get, get the whole second. Regular place season don't mean shit either. <laughs> man. Regular season, you got the best seed, but he gonna go out in the first round. I mean, that's just that. You, but you know, fantasy football's chance, bro. Like you can have a a a so so team, but like have some people just go off for a week, bro. That's all I'm like. If you grind it out for the season, you switching out players, you making trades, you you build a fire team, and you know what I'm saying. I feel like that's worth something. It's worth it's worth something for sure. 
I, that's why I was like 400, 800 for 400 for first place, 800. I just don't get what's your thing with second place? What you get for nigga, you in second place? You're you a loser. You a loser if you win and then man. get knocked out of the playoffs. Oh, you more man. of a winner than Come that on, nigga, bro. Man. You had the best you had the best record. <clears throat> that's like an MVP award, bro. Man. We gonna have to talk about this one, man. Okay. We gonna have to talk about it. We gotta Both of them should it. definitely get money though. Okay. First That's and fun. second. If you second in the playoffs, first of course gets money. But second in the playoffs, get a so little you, money. You get two hundred dollars. Two hundred dollars, okay. Yeah. First place in the regular season will get four hundred. I mean, if I give them two hundred dollars, honestly though, honestly though. They get three hundred in the regular season, two hundred and then seven hundred for first place. Ooh. Okay. Cause first place, dude, I mean, if you play to win the game. Play to win the game. You play to win the game. I like that one actually. Okay. Three hundred, two hundred for second place, seven hundred to seven, win it all. Yeah, that's seven hundred looking nice. That sound good. That, that sound very good. Fantastic. All right. So that's that's the fantasy football, man. If y'all not playing it, you got to. I haven't watched a game. That well, I have like watched a, a few games, but I don't watch a lot of games. I just know who's good and who's not. That might be like the all-in league we do. Ooh, all-in league. Yes, sir. That might be like the all-in league, the 1,200 showdown or something. I don't know. Okay. So, talk, talk to me nice. Right, go ahead. Speaking of all-in things, book club now. Oh yeah, dang! We gonna have to come back to football. We gonna have to come back to football. But book club, go ahead. Let's let's go ahead and knock that out. Book club, man. A lot of people be shitting on Clubhouse, but <laughs> I'm dead. Look, man, that's where we go to have our book club. Right now, we're reading Forty Eight Laws of Power. We've read Contagious, a great book. Richest Man in Babylon, good profit. Good profit. Um, we're gonna switch things up. Um and do other books, of course. But so we read four books so far. Four books. Four books. All right. So y'all, y'all, we've had a mixture of about I say eight to ten people come through mm-hmm. consistently. Right now, I say we got four members that come consistently every week. Yep. <clears throat> so it's still fairly a fairly small book club, and you know that's where we we like it right now. So, like, as we grow over time, you know, it'll definitely be more features and stuff that come into play. But it's definitely a great place to get some knowledge, to have a great conversation, especially if you're more of a, a business, creative-minded person who's got, like, just some ambitions and stuff, and you want to go in there with like-minded people that want to chop it up and, you know, just spread knowledge and value. Yeah. So. Yeah, that's that's pretty much what the book club is, man. We just go up in there, we read. We set amount of times, amount of chapters that we want to read, and then we go over that. Um, yeah. Break it down. So, yeah, it's just a great opportunity to chop it up. Kind of refresh, like, like the week that's going over. So, like, the first 45 minutes, I say, is, like, us just working through the book. And then after that, like, the last 15, if we go over, we go over just depending on, like, how much time we have. We just kind of. Just talk about the week, talk about whatever, like, interesting topics are coming up. and It's just a good conversation. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, so check out the book club, Clubhouse. Um, yeah, I'll be, I've been dropping all-in quotes, but I want to try to get some book club quotes. Um, 
so y'all can get a feel of what we've been looking at. And, uh, yeah, hopefully it'll give y'all a little taste and make y'all want more. So, yeah, check that out. Show for show. So, back to football. Let's go. Who you got in the Super Bowl right now? Ah, man. I got the Chiefs. I already know you're going Chiefs. crazy. No, I'm Chiefs. Not, I, mean, I can't. They look like the best team. The, the AFC looks trash. I don't know what's up with the AFC. I don't know what's up with the NFL right now, honestly. Like, the only team, like, look, the Ravens would be good, but they got dismantled early, bro. They've been battling injuries for days, since day one. So I feel like they could have been the top dogs, but they're not. So there's a whole bunch of teams that's just in the mix. And the Chiefs have separated them, themselves. And I say the Packers on the other side. I hope A-Rod gets his second. You know what's disappointing about the NFC, though? The AFC almost has, like, an excuse. Like, the Patriots don't really – they have a rookie quarterback. The Ravens got beat up. The Browns are the Browns still. Ben Roethlisberger's old. You know, I'm like, each team has something. You look at it and you're like, all right, the AFC has a bunch of, like, incomplete teams. I look at the NFC and I'm like – they have a bunch of teams that should be ready for a Super Bowl run that are just kind of like, what the fuck y'all got going on? Like, the Rams are, like, two-faced. Like, some weeks they look great. Some weeks you're like, uh, they going to get out, like, the first game. Mm-hmm. The Cardinals are who I, who I thought they were, bro. Like, uh, the Cardinals are just – they're talented, but – to me, I was like, they just seem too inexperienced to be ready yet. And I think there's something up with Kyler Murray. Like, there's something maybe he hasn't learned yet. But he doesn't play. He has too many games where you're like, oh, he's not a – he doesn't look like a star quarterback right now. Yeah. yeah. The Bucks, I think injuries are catching up with them because, like, on defense, their defense is starting to slack. And that's one thing. Tom Brady's great, but uh, they had an all-time defense last year. So now that they're starting to get energies on that defense, Tom Brady's starting to look 45 or however old he is. Uh, the one thing, the Cowboys are still, like, Cowboys' defense is fire. And now that the defense is fire, the offense want to trip. There's yeah. always something with the Cowboys, bro. How do you feel about Dak? Because <clears throat> I feel like he's at the core of the problem right now. Man, Dak is, he's above average. He's who we thought he was. <laughs> but I think he's in that situation where if you got Zeke at a prime level, if you got a running game, you know, just like with the Browns, if Baker was better, you could have a a great team. You have one of the best running backs in the league. You know, you switch out. If you have Zeke in his prime right now this year, you could win more because you would have to rely on Dak less. But Zeke has kind of fell off. And Tony Pollard, he's good. But, you know, the run game has to be the main thing. And they always lose track of that, lose sight of it. And – then they just fall apart. So is it safe to say that Dak is not a $40 million guy? 
He's not that guy. With the market, he is a forty million. Uh, he is a forty know. million. But, but is he a true forty million dollar football player? Like, <clears throat> is he is he not closer to a? And this might offend some people. Uh-oh. But is he not closer to a Joe Flacco than a Aaron Rodgers? And what I mean by that is <laughs> Joe Flacco won a Super Bowl, so and as soon as they paid that man, his ass was out of there. And I don't think that's necessarily the case with Dak, but I don't know. I think he's more Tony Romo-esque. Tony Romo-esque, that's probably a better one. But I think it gets worse from here with Dak if he doesn't take it to another level, only because they're not paying Randy Gregory. They're not paying Micah Parsons. They're not paying Trayvon Diggs. I know that all the offensive linemen are starting to get older. He's being paid $40-plus million. It's like Russell Wilson. Once you get paid that contract, more and more gets put on your your shoulders as you get later into that contract. Mm, You see what I'm saying? So if he can't win it this year with everything he's got around him, because it seems like whenever Amari's out, He's not that guy. Whenever it's a little, you know what I'm saying? That's that's what I'm saying. Yeah, but the problem is they, Jerry dropped big money on too many people. Lawrence. I mean, yeah. Zeke, you know, Zeke looking like a shell is, so you got to go through that contract. Um, Lawrence is, I don't know. I don't know if he came back or if he's still disappearing, but. He looks better now, but he's definitely the third best behind Randy Gray. Michael Parsons, like he's he's back to looking good, but he's definitely not living up to that contract. Yeah, no sir. So, yeah, man, they gotta figure out a way to keep the run game, the run game, the main thing.